Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Ethan. Hey! Who's doing, still doing hey, weird voices. Hey, weird voices. Do, doing, doing the weird sync, voices we're synchronizing the, the weird voices. Yeah, it's just a weird voice, you know? That's yep. how we're going to do on the whole podcast, just like this. Yeah. Okay, and Ricardo is doing what kind of voice? I was just going to say I thought he was going for Wario, and then it just kind of went into it. <laughs> it didn't quite go that far. Wow. It was like almost... It was, it was Wario's, like, mild-mannered younger brother who just wanted a normal job. He moved to New Dog City and got, like, a best job somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Wario gonna file the taxes. Oh, Wario gonna contribute to his 401k employer matching. Oh. <laughs> now you sound like Cookie Monster, or... <laughs> oh, Cookie. You know, Wario... Well, if Wario... 4% of cookies, I get 4% back. Good investment. You know, Wario's favorite catchphrase, Oh! <laughs> uh, yep, that was, a, that was a good way to start it. Um, welcome to the Pixel Podcast, if I didn't say that already. I think I did at the very beginning. But now now you're truly welcomed in. You're part of the family. Wario gives you a big kiss on each cheek. And <laughs> now, we're, now we're away to the races, as they say. Wario um, is not racist. Wario likes money. <laughs> Those are not mutually exclusive traits of a human being. I'm afraid. No. In fact, sometimes they might go together more often. That's not a hey, man. Why you? You're, you're putting you're putting some stereotypes down, man. That's not cool. All right. Cool. Anyway, you're right. Not all rich people. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, man. Um, before we started this, we watched the Willy Wonka and the Tom and, the Tom and Terry Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory trailer on youtube which is out of my brain so i if if people haven't seen that yet i guess they should go i guess they should go watch that i don't know if i recommend sure i mean like like i said i had to watch it twice because the first time i saw it it kind of just washed over me and i just wasn't comprehending what i was looking at and then i watched it again to just be like what is this yeah i I mean, it's just it, the year. Well, the year is 20, 2017. I almost said twenty thirteen. Why? I don't. <laughs> the year is twenty thirteen. The year is twenty thirteen. Things are much better. Yes, <laughs> man. Things are so hopeful in twenty thirteen. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Ethan yeah. just has to be the contrarian tonight. He's gonna just. Well, right. <laughs> no, I, 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 actually, yes, yeah, so far he has been for like everything that we've said so far. I tried, but I couldn't even think of you know a contrary thing for that. So. A lot of stuff. It's not going to have been recorded, but so far tonight, Ethan has disagreed on pretty much everything. Shut doesn't, up. Doesn't like Cowboy Bebop. Doesn't like, yeah. doesn't like, doesn't <laughs> like Miyazaki movies. Doesn't Listen, like Miyazaki. you guys are slamming me. At, just because I don't think they're the bee's knees doesn't mean I don't like them. Okay? You know, there's different levels of liking things. Nope. As Ricardo pointed out earlier, it's either hot or cold. Yes. <laughs> Or, else, would, or well, else we will spit right, you out of I our mouth, do... Ethan. <laughs> Very biblical. Yes. The Netflix rating is now a thumbs up or a thumbs down. They got rid of the stars. I would give those all thumbs up. They're saying, you know, as a binary thing, I would do that. But, you know, if you gave me three stars, I'd put it in the middle. You know, it's not. It's, it's but good. we're not. not There's me. no stars anymore. Well, I finally learned that today. Netflix is the only thing. There's no mm. other things that give That's ratings point. for things. We Fair. base all of our... I mean, YouTube does a thumbs up or thumbs down. And that's yes. true. And that's what we watched all our trailers on tonight. 
How many? Um, how many? Li- what's the percentage of likes, bro? Besides the quality. I don't know. This Tom and Jerry Willy Wonka. Let's see how many likes it has. Probably too many. Uh, it has 308 likes. Too many. And it has 1,679 dislikes. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's fine ratio. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the thing about these type of trailers is, like, animation is, like, it's hard still. Like, it's not that much easier. You can't cheese it that much, but, like... They put, like, no effort into this thing. I know it's direct-to-DVD, but jeez, man. Like, And also, it's like a shot-for-shot remake of the existing Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory movie <laughs> with stars the late Gene Wilder, who only died a few months ago. Yeah. And it has all the same songs. And it just... They've inserted Tom and Jerry into the background of all the shots. <laughs> like, Yeah, and like Ricardo said when we were watching it, it doesn't add anything, you know? Yeah, they're, they're barely acknowledging Tom and Jerry in the entire... Thing like he's no they, one does. There's only character that does. Who knows? New character. They could be ghosts for all we know. Jesus, they're yokai. Also, yokai watch. There's <laughs> a a mouse character named Tuffy, and he's wearing a green wig, and he's he? like, I thought that was a girl. I don't. Well, it was know it was voiced by a girl. A lot of cartoon characters. It doesn't yeah, matter, man. The little ki- whatever. The point is, is this mouse is, character? It's, it's a mouse character says, "I'm an Oompa Loompa," and it's like, "No, you're not, bitch. You're a mouse. <laughs> you're clearly, you're a, clearly mouse. a mouse." I think all the mice are, or all the Oompa Loompas are mice. If from what I saw, oh man, that trailer that justifies the remake entirely. <laughs> they've really reinvented it and made it their own. You know, they've put their own spin on things. My um, my only question is, are they gonna keep the tunnel scene? Yes, in. did you see it? It's in there. I didn't. The, I couldn't tell. I, man, I was. Again, it washed I over was, you. It washed I was over absorbing. You. You yeah, I was, say, I was absorbing. You gotta watch it a second things. time. The second watch really brings out the flavor. <laughs> yeah, but, but the tunnel scene is in that trailer. There's a. But, there's like a full like Tom and Jerry climb into a raft with whatever the new character's name is. But are they gonna show? And they're in the they're in the thing. They're but in are they the gonna tunnel. show like the centipedes crawling well, and like the chicken gets its head cut off it's and not stuff? Live action, so I don't think it's uh, I don't think animated. It's a chicken got his ha- head cut off. I feel like I haven't seen that scene in a while, or I just kind of like blocked it out of my head. Yeah, there's like a very brief part. I mean, I'm not sure if like a real. It's not. It's not that one movie that you watched for the other half. It's like a oh. real. I mean, was, it might sure be real. real. I, well, it might be, but it was stock. They definitely didn't go out. Oh, and it's definitely that stock footage. Yeah. yeah, it's stock footage. I'm pretty sure all the stuff in that tunnel was stock footage. Uh, Man, anyway. Bonkin really needs to get some like spend a little bit on some actual content creation instead of just buying stock footage off Shutterstock. You know. <laughs> Content creator Willy Wonka. Professional <laughs> <laughs> marketing. Hashtag golden ticket. Who wants a golden ticket? I do. Hashtag hashtag the god the snozberry says like snozberries. Hashtag uh, choose your snozberry flavor. Uh, hashtag ha- Augusta save some for later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Beer. It's a drink. It's an alcoholic beverage. It's one of the oldest drinks in the entire world. We mm. drink it every we drink it every week. I'd say water is probably the oldest, but no, but <laughs> definitely one of the oldest. The oldest man-made drinks in the entire world. Wow. Let me clarify. All right, I'm just you giving you we shit. Don't make, that's we don't what make water. It's my job tonight. Is to yeah, be contrary. Yeah, you're being an asshole. So. Being, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 At least you caught yourself that time. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Uh, yes, it is indeed an old drink. Perhaps the second oldest drink in the entire world, according to Ethan. Um, gentlemen, what have, what have you brought tonight? What have you impressed me? Some we got some comments nope. saying that we got we got some comments on Twitter saying that we we don't we we try to impress each other, and it made me want to impress everybody more. Yeah, we you I feel like went very impressing. This, uh, well, this week. so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like last week, it was my birthday, but I'll be honest with you guys, it was kind of like a crappy birthday. I'm up here. But by you myself. talked to us. Crappy yeah. birthday. Yeah. Well, that was besides. What is that this a nine? What is this a '90s sitcom? <laughs> or excuse me, a '90s like comedy film? Or the latest episode of Riverdale? Oh, I shouldn't admit that. Oh, loud, but uh, anyway, yeah. Well, crappy topical. birthday. Man, Juggy had a crappy birthday. He, he did. That Did was, he? That was the plot. Yeah, that was literally the plot. He had a terrible birthday. Yeah, didn't he get evicted or something like that? No, that was earlier. No, in this one, he oh. uh, he said, hey, girlfriend, who is, um, ah, Betty, in this one. It's either She's Betty or like, Veronica. Wait, wait, he has a girlfriend? <laughs> Jughead has a girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He's got this Betty. Is all he's sick? No, this and, is all, no, all like, this is all right like, at all. Jughead's like, girlfriend should be food. He's all Jughead's like, girlfriend hey, is food. Hey, man. I don't want a birthday. She's like, but I want to be a good girlfriend. Let's throw a huge birthday. And so they brought all our closest friends, but then all of a sudden more came and turned like a huge house party and Jughead's all emo in this. So he's like, no, I don't want to have that. The funny thing is, if this is the first reference of him eating a burger, but it was literally it's because they gave him a cake burger. The burger was the shape of a cake. This is the first time Jughead has been in the same room Wait, of anything. The burger was in the shape of a cake? It was a sh- No, it was a cake in the shape of a burger. Okay, oh, okay. I, was, I was like... Wait, what? Why would, how would what, you what? do that? <laughs> no, my bad. Sorry. Um, yeah, that shows. Um, that's a, terrible. That's a, that shows a thing. It's it's entertaining. Yeah, I've I've heard. I've heard it's great and terrible. Okay, so Archie, like Voldemort, it's Archie Voldemort Jughead, Archie Jughead, Betty and Veronica. But who else are Riverdale characters? Is Mo- uh, Moose? Is that yeah, is Moose that is a there? Moose is there. I, you know, I've got, never uh, watched. Joe's I, and the Pussycats. We got. Um, you got uh, uh, Geraldine Grundy. You got, yeah, you, um, you got Archie's dad. Yeah, Archie's dad. You have <laughs> you got, the uh, uh, God. What are they called? Cheryl the Blossom, Blossom sisters. Cheryl yeah, Blossom. Blossom. Blossom sisters. Blossom sister and brother. Twins. That's what they and are. And Jason. Jason Blossom. Yeah, he's so, dead though. Here's the here's the thing. I've never watched a single episode or even a minute or a clip of Riverdale. Uh, but there's a there's a really great podcast that I like called Sex Archie, which is a recap podcast of Everett oh, Riverdale, oh, and it's man. it's pretty funny and it's amusing. It is a very fun show to watch with friends, and it does the whole thing where like this is all dumb and like characters don't make sense. It's got that CW vibes where it's like this is snowing and characters wearing like super short skirts and like stuff that is not appropriate for like winter. That is inappropriate. Well, I mean that skirt is inappropriate. It's inappropriate. For, winter's gonna be so offended. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's silly, and you know Archie's like really ripped, and it's like yeah, I got this from construction with my dad. I love my dad. Also, like Archie is the worst character. It's great. It's great. It's fun. Recommend it. Well, it's, I mean, it reflects the comments accurately then, because Archie's kind of a, not a great character either. I used to have uh, my mom at like I want to say like a garage sale or something like that. Like bought an entire like giant stack of like Reader's Diet Reader's Digest si- sized um archie comics books and we just like stuck them in oh. our bathroom when i was a kid so i've actually read a decent amount of archie comics because of that um well, riverdale is not like and that, uh they were never very funny or good but 
for some reason they just like it's just similar to Riverdale, I guess. They they just kinda you kinda just like, oh I'll just keep reading this, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh anyway, what beer. Were we talking about? beer. We're yeah. talking about beer. We're talking about how we were gonna impress each other with beer. And then I just And then you were being contrarian and saying no you weren't. So go ahead, Ethan. Make make I my got day. My favorite beer that I brought the last like three weeks. Folks yeah, playing HLV ale because I don't drink a lot of beer that much anymore. So I still have the same beer I had before. Have it's you learned how to pronounce good. Boatswain yet? Boatswain. <laughs> it's Boatswain. <laughs> I don't see how it's pronounced Boatswain. That's it's not. It's Boatswain. Have you, have you seen no the tea. word? Have you seen the word Lieutenant? There is a T. It's that's just no, no, not in the pronunciation though. It's just Boatswain. Have you seen the oh, word so, Colonel? Have so you seen like how it's spelled? No, I actually haven't seen how Colonel's spelled. You don't know how Colonel's or, spelled? Or oh, there's a. Oh, there, okay. As I spell it out, a, I'm like, that is weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, there's a reli- there's a re- some kind of religious uh, title that is spelled really weird to, or like it's spelled weird and then pronounced differently. God, I can't, wish I could remember. I, I can think of a lot of if inappropriate you know jokes I'm, to make right now. If but you know I'm, what I'm talking about, readers. Write us um, in. Yeah. Email t- at pixelegends.com. Excelsior! All right, Cardo. Ethan did not impress me much. Okay. No. Okay. So wouldn't. you drink a beer every week. That don't impress me much. <laughs> that don't impress me much. Um, Ricardo, go ahead. Who is that? Shania? I don't that's remember Shania Twain. That's Shania Twain. She was always very sassy in all her songs. She was very sassy. Very. Very. Just the way I like it. Very. Okay, so I am drinking... Uh, Sierra Nevada Sidecar, which is an orange pale ale. It oh, has it's like a sidecar mixed drink, kind of. I guess that's what it's trying to evoke with the name and having orange in it. Um, it's an ale brewed with orange peel with natural flavors added. So, great and, description. And? Uh, it is a very mild pale ale. Yeah, like you kind of get the you kind of get an initial sort of bitterness of like a pale ale because Sierra Nevada is possibly probably best known for um their yeah, they have their pale ale, yeah yeah and their torpedo which is their double IPA, um, but so that tastes like it tastes like you're drinking like a normal Sierra Nevada pale ale at first and then it has a very much a smooth a smooth finish. It's not. I don't taste much orange in it, frankly, but I think that's maybe because the bite of the Sierra Nevada, the the pale ale, is kind of just dulled by what would be orange flavor, and it ends up just kind of having a more of a smooth finish, which is it's pretty good. It's 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 pretty good. It's uh, you know, I I just I literally was in the gas station today and was just like. All right, I think I guess I need something. What do I need? And I almost got just like a Foster's, but then I was like, no, you know what? I'm just gonna get a six pack of something. What do you have? And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And actually, at first I thought it was a new Belgium beer, and then I read and I was like, oh, right, no, it's Sierra Nevada. Well, that, it that, that's like how how strong is like the orange in it, that? Not very, not very. Yeah, um, I find like I find like recently there's, um, 
I don't know if you guys saw this, but like, I feel like it's probably just because we were getting like cheaper beers in college. But like in college, when stuff was like flavored, I felt like it was really strong. Like when it had like a orange or or you know some kind of totally. extra flavor. Like it, it like it's probably because again, it's probably because there's cheaper beers and they weren't made as well. Yeah, I think that's but a they lot. Just like overpowering with their with their scent, and like more recently, we've just been finding stuff that is like, yeah, that's much more mild. Yeah, well, because and again, this is definitely it's it's. Reading it, it says orange peel. It doesn't say like mm-hmm. juice, like juice was added or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah. So definitely, and I can definitely kind of taste a little bit of the of of the orange peel in there, but it's not like overpowering at all. Yeah, I I know exactly what you're saying, Matt. Like you would get like the uh like the blue moon like variety pack or the shock top variety pack, and it's like this one is. Cinnamon horchata, and it tastes oh, yeah. exactly like cinnamon horchata. Like it's I not... like that stuff, but I understand. Like no, I sure, I, li- yeah. I like it. Like yeah, in that, I like it too. I like it in that um, capacity, like as part of a variety pack, where it's like there's two of these in here, and I'll have those two, and then I probably won't drink this for enough, yeah. for a while again. Yeah, totally. Because like Sam Adams is similar. Like they have some really cool and interesting and good stuff in their variety packs, but I don't know if I would get, like, a six-pack of their maple pecan porter or whatever, you know? It's good, but maybe a bit yeah. much. I feel like that stuff is usually the sort of thing that I want to buy in a, like, one-bottle sense, or yes. if I'm, or even or even better, if I'm at a bar and it's like, oh, we have a pecan-flavored porter, and I'm like, oh, it's sweet. Ooh. Like, that sounds, ooh. 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 I do, oh, I do, fancy. I do enjoy those fancy beers. Oh. Yes. A moment on the lips, a lifetime <laughs> on the hips. <laughs> I've oh, never heard that, but I like it a lot. Oh, that looks, <laughs> that looks sinful. Delectable. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, was sitting in a bar, or uh, I guess a place that serves. You're a drunkard. <clears throat> yeah, I know. No, it's actually uh, like a, it was a hipster like food place, but they serve beer because they're cool. Um, and this guy was just <laughs> all he was doing was talking about how he had all these <laughs> you're different. A, you're a contrarian, so contrarian. I know. He had all he did was talk about all the different breweries he was a member of, and like he was like, "Oh yeah, I go to the Swan and Riverside, and they got like a really sweet double IPA, and like just everything he was talking about." Even though we talk about this on the podcast, like he just yeah. seemed we're not so we're not pretentious about we're not pretentious about it, guys. <laughs> we're <laughs> totally cool. No, I think I know what you're saying. Ethan. No, like, I the do. way one hundred percent. Like the like way some wine people tasting, yeah. And, like even just saying the words wine tasting makes you already sound pretentious. But like you go there and then you hear some guy going like, mm, "This Chardonnay, yes." Mm, the nose, quite floral and aromatic, and like it's like, a good aftertaste. Like, it's like, mm, it's it's like listen, woody. dude, I'm just here to drink this stuff. It tastes nice. <laughs> You're right. It tastes good. You're right. It tastes sweet. Yay. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It tastes good. Yeah. Totally. Uh, uh, Matt, you probably have the most impressive thing here. Anyway, speaking of in pretentiousness. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. So well, like I like I mentioned earlier when we got interrupted by talk of crappy birthdays. Uh, yeah, last week my birthday was not like amazing. I went to work all day, stayed overtime because I had a bunch of stuff I had to do because um, I was on vacation, and then uh, didn't have time to eat any food before the podcast. So I had to get like my least favorite of the fast foods there are to mm-hmm. get, and then I felt like really sick the rest of the evening. 
Um, so I went to uh, a, a cool hipster place nearby, San Pedro Square Market, uh, which uh, Ethan, you went to when we got that ice cream, remember? Oh, yeah. That place is good. Here. Yeah, that place. So I went there more. I've been there like three more times since you left, and the food there is amazing, too. Um, and it's got lots of cool stuff. And there's bar. a beer. There's a beer place, and the beer place has got all these big, fancy beers that are, like, really expensive. And I was like, F it. My birthday was last week, and I didn't do anything, so I'm going to give myself a special birthday beer. So I got this. It's from a brewery called Uinta. It's it's U-I-N-T-A. I don't know how you pronounce that. Okay, I think I I think I I've seen that before. I've seen Winta. that name before. Winta, you, but Winta? I have no idea how to pronounce it. Yeah. Anyway, the beer is called Birthday Suit. It's a sour cherry Birthday. blonde ale. Uh, they are from Salt Lake City, uh, Utah. Which, being filled with Mormons who don't drink, that must not be like a a high selling market in, in that area. Don't they have, like, um, uh, laws that, like, you can't have it over a certain percentage, or I could be wrong? Uh, well, a lot of states actually have a bunch of a bunch of restrictive laws. One of my coworkers is from a place in North Carolina where it is a dry county. The entire county sells no alcohol <sighs> whatsoever. That's very strange, but okay. Um, so you have to go to the next county over if you want to buy drinks. And I'm like, I feel like, how is that legal? I don't understand. Like, man. I don't know. Man, they, somebody must. People must have voted at some point. I guess. I, I guess, guess so. so. I guess so. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of flavors that are not uh, like, so when I heard sour cherry, I was like, oh, that sounds. I mean, I like sours, and that sounds pretty cool. Um, but this is not actually as cherry as you think it would be, um, based on that name. It's not like it's not red. It doesn't taste very sweetly of cherries, but it is very good. Um, it is a. Um, it's a blonde ale for sure. It looks like a blonde ale. It's definitely got that thick, like sour, um, like it's just like a thick drink. Though you can tell that for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, there is like a cherry taste in there, like a little bit of a sour, a sour cherry taste. But it's just like very mild. It's not at all. Again, not overpowering, which is kind of nice actually. Mm. But after having some of the beers from the brewery in Fullerton, California. Um, which are like really strong sours. Mm-hmm. Um, this one feels much more mild. Mm. Um, so um, not at all bad though. It's very. It's actually like way more drinkable than I would think. Like I was expecting it to be really strong and really heavy, um, but now I've drank. And this is like a big bottle too. This is like a. This is like one of those double sized bottles. I don't actually know what the ounce. Like a pint, full pint. I don't know what this is. It's not like a twelve ounce bottle. No, I think I know what you're talking about. I think those are pints. I think those are pints. Uh, Do you guys know that in England, like all the bottles are that size? Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. Like when I when I went there, when I went there, uh, and me and my cousin went to a local brewery on the Isle of Man. I was, I was very very happily surprised to be like, and he's like, yeah, American beers are like wimpy. Like I can't believe you guys like are okay with that. And like every bottle is is a full pint. Jesus. <laughs> It's funny. I, you I can actually... go to the grocery store and you can find those smaller bottles that we have, but they are not the common. Like every most of the bottles on the shelf are the big ones, and um, you get a six pack. It is six of those pint bottles, not. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was actually funny enough. I actually went to a site that uh, kind of explains what you know how doctors say like, "Hey, you should have like if you're a man, you should have like three uh, drinks a night or something like that." Or like that. Wait, max. alcoholic um, drinks? Yeah, 
I think oh, it's just Max. Like, Max. I thought yeah, like, Max. You, no, no, no. I, you thought, you, I thought you were like, you used to have three drinks every night, bro. What are you doing? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> just what the doctor ordered. It's like two to three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the doctor's like, you need to drink more. Are you drink, yeah. Do you drink alcohol? No. You should. You should do it, you man. Should. Shots right down. now. Here. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. They're saying like a moderate amount of drinking is like two to three a day per men, or for men, and then like one. Or two um, that's a moderate like amount, that. man. Well, here's the thing: when they say one or two drink or one three, two to three drinks, it's actually like you know a standard uh, sixteen ounce bottle. They're actually talking about like a twelve ounce, like less than that. But still, I, I mean, I, I don't drink three beers every night. Like, if I drink three beers, that's like uh, well, I'm it's a also lot of that, I think it's that, that and also like. Eight per week or something like that. Like so, you, oh, okay. you know, no more than like that. Much so no more than three and no more than eight total. I believe in the it's something. Week. I believe it's about that. Um, okay. But I, there was a program that was like pour a beer and see how much you know one drink is. And I was like okay, and like and <laughs> and it, so it you got a beer work. out of the fridge. <laughs> you're, watching, you're watching this video and you're like okay, okay, like, I see all this. right, all right. No, it was like it, an interactive like flash game. It was actually pretty interesting. Um, and yeah, like an, a standard. Uh, you know, a bottle of beer is actually like 1.4, 1.3 actual mm-hmm. drinks. So it's like, oh, well, that's so that's like a lot. And then like a wine so glass. Two, so two, so two bottles of beer is it's probably like three, yeah. probably hitting the three mark at that point. Yeah, which is interesting because, you know, we've just gotten so used to like different size that. Is it based on the alcoholic content or the calorie content? It's they... based on the alcoholic content. So, like, that's a 5% beer. Right, exactly. So that depends on the – like, there's so many variables that go exactly. into that. So between this that three like, drinks the 5%. thing is – this is inaccurate as an apple so a day. A, exactly. So it's like, oh, it should be more like one drink if you're having, like, you know, an IPA that has, like, 9% and is in a full bottle. It should be, like, one drink at that point, you know. It's weird. It's weird to think that. And then, you know, you go to other places, like, this is how we serve it. It's like, oh, that's kind of a lot. <laughs> So, um, as I've almost finished this this large bottle of beer because, like I said, it's quite drinkable. <laughs> yeah, three drinks. It's uh, it's six point two percent alcohol, and I haven't had any dinner tonight either. So, um, anyway, I give Let's... this one a four <gasps> out of five because you guys didn't rate your beers. You know, Ethan's already rated his beers like twice now, so. Ricardo, I what's yours? would say this is a four out of five. I th- mine's a four out of five too. Yeah. Wow. Mm. The four. That's a good thing. It's a good thing we don't uh, uh, we don't factor cost into the price uh, into the rating because otherwise mine would drop down quite <laughs> dramatically. <laughs> Um, due to the expense of the fancy hipster place that I went to in the Bay Area, which is already obscenely expensive. Moving on. Um, this is ostensibly a podcast about video games, even though it's been 30 minutes and we haven't talked about video games once yet. We've talked about Tom and Jerry trailer and beer. So, all things video game related. Yeah, totally. Uh... Let's see. What have we been playing this week, guys? Ricardo, why don't you why don't you warm us up with some some Dark Souls? Okay, I'm uh, playing light, light the fire, so to speak. Spark I'm playing Dark Souls. I play it mainly. Dark Souls three. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been playing Dark Souls three. Mostly been. <laughs> I liked your defeated. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry, right. man. I you were right about that. Mostly spurred on by a friend of ours um, playing through Young Alvin. 
Yes. Uh, young Alvin dropping, young Alvin. Soon. dropping his new beat soon. Young Alvin Ung. Uh, the Unstoppable. The Unstoppable. Then no. uh, going through the original Dark Souls, and he pretty much pops up at least a couple times a day to be like, Oh man, Cape and Dragon, what the hell is this shit? And stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah man, you, this, you gotta do this and do that. And then, uh, so I was like, ah, I'm getting the urge to play Dark Souls 3 again, so I've just been playing through that. Um, getting back to the point pretty much that I had gotten to when I stopped playing initially. But, um, I'm hoping to maybe power through at least the main storyline quest in this one. I know Did that. you finish that game previously? I can't remember. No, I never ended up finishing it. But, uh, hoping to do that this time. But I definitely have. A lot of distraction uh, from other games that I've either recently purchased or also probably I deserve probably deserve me finishing them, but I have not. <laughs> but so uh, really, not much to talk about beyond what I've already said. I think that game is great. I think that from a thematic and a storyline standpoint, it is possibly the least interesting out of the Dark Souls or even the. Mm. From mm. software games, uh, Bloodborne probably is number one, followed by Dark Souls one. But Dark Souls three, really? just... okay. So you would vote Bloodborne number one? This yeah, time. Bloodborne. I know that's very like divisive. Story. I mean, like I know there's some people that love Bloodborne. Uh, I personally think it's my personal favorite, but I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself a Dark Souls like true fan because I don't actually play any of those games. It's really like lore. But I know that among Dark Souls fans, it's kind of a bit more. Up or down in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah, I mean, I personally think that it has the most well realized, complete story. Um, three kind of, I feel like, story wise at least, reveals just maybe a little bit too much about past games instead of just trying to be. You know, trying to feed into the cryptic elements and stuff from one that have kind of created so many interesting fan theories and interesting like introspection into what different things means i think it it's a little bit more of a simpler story so it it comes off as being storyline wise and thematic wise probably the 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 least interesting but also possible one of the best playing besides bloodborne uh of the from software game so i i don't know if i i I almost say if you haven't played any of the Dark Souls games, you might want to just start with Dark Souls 3, because... Because mm. it is the most recent. Just because it's the most recent, date. best, I feel like it plays the best overall of the yeah. Dark Souls games, and the- you're not, you're gonna, you're gonna get elements of that cryptic storytelling that is in one, just without kind of the disappointment of now knowing, right. like, oh, that thing that was in one and that everybody posited about and thought about like, Oh, this is the concrete answer of what that was. That's kind of mm-hmm. disappointing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess like that's an interesting point. Cause the, the dark souls games have never really like relied on like the lore is very deep and, and people get super into it, but it's not like, I feel like probably for a majority of the players out there, it's probably not the real main draw um it's probably the the gameplay so 
it mm. is an interesting is is it's one of those interesting games. You think about it because like, there aren't many games that have numbered sequels like that where it's like yeah you can jump on board at, at three if you want to like mm-hmm. yeah you know I mean I, totally I can't think can. of, I can't think of very many games that are that are um. Mm-hmm. That are like that. I guess yeah. Final Fantasy is an example of hmm. games. Final you can, Fantasy you can jump on and Persona. Persona. Prob- yep. Probably most fighting games, but Fallout. that's about okay. It. Yeah, I feel like a fighting like a game that has at least a semblance. I mean, Dark Souls has a, has a story. It's just that yeah. it's not totally. They're completely disconnected from each other. Cool. Uh, Ethan, hmm. you've been playing some Zelda. Got anything? Yeah, man. Got anything new to add to that uh, that Zelda uh, pile? <clears throat> I've almost got all the map filled in because I've been just doing a thing where I'm not very far into well, I'm I played put a decent amount of hours into it, but I feel like I haven't progressed far in the story at all. Like I've just gotten okay. to the first divine beast and was like, Oh, cool. And then was like, Nah, I'm gonna go explore everything. So I'm trying to go to places that I really shouldn't be. Uh, I'm trying to get all the towers for some reason that's really appealing to me. Yeah, that was very shrines. appealing to me early on as well. Um so um, I'm doing that and that's super fun. I would I would say like I don't know about you but like I don't know how if you, are you full are you, are you filled the map already or are you just not done yet I got like a couple more places to go I just haven't gotten there because I don't have enough uh, like cold protection and stuff like ah uh, yes foods. okay I know exactly which places you're talking about then in that case um, yeah. I would almost I would almost say to you it might be better to go do something else and not fill up I don't know here's how I felt Ricardo I don't know where you are at, at the game at this point. Mm-hmm. But, like, I – this is one of the few games that I've ever thought, I wish I could erase my memories of this game and start a new game in some cases. Uh-huh. Not not because I'm, like, disappointed with the game, but because I'm just, like, I want – like, it was so magical playing that game – like, starting that game up. And, like, I had seen a lot of footage of the Plateau from E3 and from press coverage, but I had not seen anything else other than that. And, like, the, as soon as we got off of that – Everything was just so amazing. Like the first time you see stuff, and the first mm-hmm. time you find a Korok, Absolutely. and the first time you uncover the part of the map, and you just look at the map and you're like, "Wow, look at how much this is!" And there's still so much more. And there's so much black space on the map, and you're just like, and then when you're looking for a tower, you're like, "There's a tower. I'm gonna go to that tower." And you're like, and you're like, "Oh crap, I can't tell where I am now because the map is. I'm going to get the tower for that map. I don't know where I am." Like man, like I have the whole map filled out, and I have it. I've had it filled out for a while now, and I just feel like, up. Oh, that's everything. Now I know where everything is. It's like it's not even like the game is bad all of a sudden or anything like that. But just like it's I wish just kind of. I wish I could go back and have that be my first time again. Well, and yeah, it's never it, gonna be. It, and it's kind of like just... now. I guess now I I'll go and play the game now. Like actually beat the game now. Right. That kind of feeling. Once the, once there's once there's no more to really discover, you're kind of just faced with the idea of. Just playing and, the and, game, which is that's this not is a great bad. game. Yeah, yeah which is a great game. Great but game. I was gonna say, like, but there's still like tons of shrines to discover. And oh stuff yeah, like oh that. yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I am not at all. This is not what I'm trying to say here. Is not at all a derog like to say that the game becomes bad all of a sudden once you've seen the map because that's not true at all. Like I like I said, I think last episode of the episode before or whatever it was, I'm still finding new things that I had not found, um, and I've had the map filled out for a while, but. It, it was definitely that sense of wonder is a cool thing to keep going as long yeah, as possible. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it, it's 
Yeah. I mean, this, I still am not, like, I'm beelining it, basically, for these at this point. So I'm just getting glimpses of, like, zones being like, oh, yes, this is, like, an that interesting was, idea. That was what here. I was doing as well. That's almost exactly what I was doing. And, um, like, some of the first areas, like, I went to were super shocking, like, the, the jungle area down south. And, like, yeah. that thing that flies around. And it's like, oh, and then you notice they all are kind of there. They all have, like, these mythical beasts that aren't explained. Yes. And that's oh, no, cool. There, there's, the cool thing is there is a... Oh, I'm sure there is, them, but like but... at the time, it's just like wow, yeah. That's when awesome. you first see like, that thing, this, that's music going and stuff. Was that the lake by the lake? Is that where you saw it? Oh, I got when the lightning, went... where it was like the area that like is always uh, hit by lightning. Oh, okay, yeah. I yeah. went there first, and yeah, that's that's really cool. There's some I don't know, man. That game's got some really cool exploration elements to it. I'm just having a great yeah. time doing that. Like I, that does something that never happens in open world games for me, and I feel like a lot of people have been saying this, but. The way they do exploration in that game, and even if you feel like you go anywhere, you're going to get, like, at least something for it. Even if <clears throat> I do get upset when it's like, what's in this box? Oh, man, it's going to be something cool. Oh, it's a traveler's bow. Like, it's nothing that cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, that happens sometimes. That's kind of annoying. Yeah. But then it also, but that, I think that needs to be there. Otherwise, it would get boring just finding um, Karok seeds and, uh, you know, like, amazing weapons each time you open a chest. Like, it would kind of defeat the awesomeness of it when it does happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that time when you open up in the one shrine, and it comes with that uh, climber's hat or whatever. Yeah. The hat mm-hmm. is a climber climbing ability. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to open up all these other ones, and none of them have been as cool. So I'm still waiting. But I'm still waiting for that moment when it's going to well, open it, up and be sick. You know? And in a, in a weird way, it 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 the one of the best things that the game does is it makes the idea of discovery and exploration in and of itself, like what is your reward not necessarily what you right. get because yeah. then in because in that sense even a game like the like dark souls 3 or the dark souls series like yes there's amazing elements of like discovering a certain area for the first time or finding a shortcut or whatever but also because you know certain elements certain excuse me items are dropped in a certain area or are like in a certain place and there's only a finite number of those. It's not just this wide, huge, open expanse. It does kind of diminish some of those areas because it becomes less about, like, I'm going to go to that castle because it looks neat. I'm gonna, It's more like, uh, okay, I need to get through the castle, go to the first room on the right. It's going to have this weapon. I'm going to homeward bone out of there and then... I'm going to fight the boss, you know? It's not yeah. like... It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, more, it's more of a game than... Uh, you know, kind of an enjoyable experience in that sense. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and it's super relaxing to play on the Switch, too. Uh, get in yeah. the habit of, uh, like, taking it out of the dock and just kind of, like, playing, like, a little bit. Just get into a couple more shrines and go to bed. Yeah. Like, uh, that's that's sick. It's sick. The, the Switch is a really awesome console. It's really cool. Uh, yeah. Just, just being able to just play anything anywhere um and it's it's so funny too because like i think i i i've felt this way in the past and i've heard game reviewers and other people say this say this thing in the past of like the 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 failure of the psp and the vita was that like i didn't want console sized experiences on the handheld and i and i always felt that way like i never necessarily played those games but i always heard that like oh the uncharted game for vita just not very good because i don't want to play a big console game on Mm-hmm. Um, on a on a handheld, I want a handheld <laughs> yeah. experience on a handheld. But for some reason, I don't know, I can't explain why. But Zelda is amazing to play on on a handheld. And there maybe it's is just the, the there way is the a game, couple the things. Game is built better. It's the way the Switch it. handles stuff because, like on the PlayStation Vita and stuff, 
there's a sleep mode, but like I don't even know how to really fully turn off a Nintendo Switch. Like I know how to put it on the sleep mode, and that's cool. And I do that. You gotta hold the power button down. Yeah, you have to. Hold, um, I assume you have to hold the power button down. There's like a hard switch, but they really well that, that, that don't encourage there's, that that much. Well, there's there's a hard power off. If you hold it down for like ten seconds, it will like just force shut down. But there is like a if you hold it down for like three seconds, it'll bring up a menu. It says like, hey, ah, okay. do you want a sleep mode or restart it or okay or um. But or turn it off. You can choose to turn it off. It's just easier just no, to hold the button and hit the sleep button or whatever. That's what yeah. I've been doing. Um, one thing. One thing I will say is my um, my Zelda file got uh, not like corrupted, but it got messed up because it was in sleep. I looked at I, I googled it and found out it was because it was in sleep mode too much. It was I was having a blood moon every day. Oh god. Oh, weird. Yeah, a blood moon every day. Also in the middle of the day, like like p.m. Like not even, not That's even weird. like midnight. Like it was like. Oh, it's eleven o'clock in the morning. Blood Moon, and it gave me the Blood Moon cutscene, and all the enemies revive, and I'm like, "What is going on?" That's like, super weird. My game, and like, it's like it's the middle of the day, and this Blood Moon is flying through the sky right now. Um, um, and I and I googled it, and it found, apparently it's like you should turn off your game, like turn off turn off the console every now and then. And since I did that, it I've turned off the console. But and turned it back like, on there's again. so many other games that have that sleep feature. Like I know the PlayStation Four has that sort of sleep feature, and I know the Vita didn't have it so much. But, like, they always seem glitchy to me. Like, you'd log back in, and it wouldn't load properly, or it'd be like, sure. oh, we disconnected you from the internet, so you're back to the main menu, that sort of stuff. While this is very self-contained, like, every time I just whip out my Switch, it's like, oh, I'm right at the last place I was in Zelda. Like, that's that makes it really quick, really easy, and then you just be like, okay, put it away, click it back together, and it's back on sleep mode, and you can mm-hmm. get on with your day. Like, the ease of access helps a lot, and also, the Vita is... A, a fairly large handheld, but the Switch is an even larger one, where it actually feels like a substantial thing. It doesn't feel... it's It feels like a, a yes, large tablet. it feels like a small tablet, yeah. Or, yeah, small tablet, I guess. The, um, yeah. But, like, a it, large it, phone. it feels like something as opposed to, like, oh, this is just a Game Boy. Okay, well, this is for, like, quick games. You know, where it's like, oh, this is a phone. But, I don't know, something about that. It just makes you want to play a lot more games on the Switch, because... Um, it's good for those sessions where, you, you know, a phone you want to use in, like, oh, I'm hanging out at this, uh, waiting for my food order or whatever. I'm this short session. But the Switch is for, like, oh, I'm going to be here while my friend gets out of class or something like that. You know, I got mm-hmm. maybe a half hour to kill where it's, like, a little bit lengthier of a period of time. So then it's like, okay, I can kind of dive into this console experience a little bit more or do something. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Switch is good, man. I, <laughs> I did get a screen protector for it. Oh man, you you got in full. I saw you you built a you the way you bought a screen protector. You knitted a special sock to make for your for your switch holder. I don't want scratches, bro. <laughs> I don't want scratches on my screen. And then I was like, oh, uh, the screen protector's only like they have them off of ten bucks, I think, for Amazon. And this one's actually really nice. It's glass, tempered glass, so it's uh, adds a little bit of heft. I don't know. Just want to be. I'm paranoid, man. I don't know why. It's I've got, it's I've had expensive. I've had I've had 100 zero issues with mine. I'm not I'm, throwing it around or like crashing it into the dock, so I'm. Yeah, I know I'm not doing that on purpose, but you know, accidents happen, man. Gotta be prepared yeah, for that. Whatever, whatever. Um, and whatever. I, played, I, I guess I didn't put this in the dock, but I played a little bit more Bloodborne and gotten farther than that. Very salty stream that will maybe be going up on YouTube soon. Uh, yeah, I've heard. Um, I'm I'm excited. Get to the part where the game's getting pretty hard, pretty hard. And yeah, so that's 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 a lot of games I've been playing. I did download a game that you bought. Or got, yes, but I haven't played it yet, which I really want to. But what game is that, that, Ethan? That will be near Automata. Hey, nice, you got the pronunciation correct. I, I still pronounce it wrong every now and then. 
uh, I say near automata, um, yeah, but I was it's gonna not say, I'm near su- automata. I'm surprised by how many people seem to be fine with that pronunciation of it, though. No, when that's wrong. Like... I hear it, and I get annoyed with myself, or I hear somebody else say it, and I get very annoyed. I'm like, that is incorrect. Well, like, it... I just, um, I listened to the to the Daft Souls uh, podcast, which is Matt Lee's and, um, Matt Lee's and Quentin Smith. Yes. And they repeatedly call it Automata. Automata? Automata. No. Instead automata. of Automata. Yeah, it's 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 very clearly Automata because the game is about automatons. Yeah, so. I was gonna say it's automat. It's not. I don't a- blame someone automaton. for. Re- yeah, I I don't it's blame someone automaton. for seeing that word Automata because Automata is not a real word. Like I don't blame him for saying not a real word, but yeah, yeah, like like I because like I first saw it and I looked at it and goes, oh yeah, it's automata, but no, it's but like in the context of what the game is about, it's automata. Yeah, if you think for half a second, idiot. Um, yeah, well, speaking of that, I have been playing a lot of that game um, on account of us recording the podcast a little bit later this uh, this week. I've actually had the time to play like ten more hours of that game. Because uh, that game is really good. It's a good game. Good so game. So I've heard. I, um, I kind of want to play Yeah, it is very, very good, and I rec- I heartily recommend it because I'd like to do a spoiler cast of this game. So it would be very cool to play How together. far are you into it? Because I know the game, the fun thing about this game is it's recommended to play through multiple times. Uh, not um, recommended. It, it, from what I, I, I've heard mild spoilers about, you know, like what happens. And it is full on like you are not getting the whole game if you do not play it multiple times. Um, Not just like, oh, you should see the other ending. It's like, no, like the whole game is different the second time you play it through. Interesting. Uh, Or like at least you're seeing it from a very different – something changes without spoiling things. Um, Yes. The the game itself is – I have not played – I can't tell you where I am because I don't really know how long – I don't really know where I am in the story. I would – guess i'm about anywhere from a third to halfway through the story of the game um but i don't know and the the like the reason i'm i've been going so slow is because i'm a freaking completionist uh and i like doing stupid side quests that are uh-huh. that, that i shouldn't really that i have no reason to really do um but I will say this, that I – the side quests in this game, they definitely, like, range from having, like, the complete garbage ones that just are, like, why did I waste my time of doing that? But there's definitely ones that are, like, oh, it's actually is interesting in how it is fleshing out some of the world building in this game. Um, the game, for people who haven't heard, um, the game itself is got an interesting storyline. It's very, very, very loosely associated with – the previous Nier game, which I don't think very many people played, but it's definitely become like a cult classic. That's like an actual like full-on RPG, unlike this one, which is uh, that that one had very similar aspects to it. Apparently, it had a bit of hack and slash. It didn't. It, Platinum didn't design it, but it had some Platinum slash uh, hack. Platinum slash. Had some Platinum hack and slash. slash. Platinum slash. It had some hack and slash stuff. It also had some bullet hell stuff, which this game also has. Um, in terms of that, not that it's really bullet hell, but that the enemies. The enemies shoot out like waves of bullets. Certain enemies do, at least, that are very 
um, bullet hell E. But the game gives you just a gun that you can use at all times. So your your character has a little robot pal that flies around next to her, and she and it can just like like you can just turn it into like a shooter, basically like a, like a kind of shooter thing when you hold on the right bumper. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, the 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 game is <laughs> so. The main characters are like really anime in this game. Um, you play as these two androids, um, and she's dressed in like a Lolita outfit with like big high heel boots mm-hmm. and giant anime, like giant anime katana swords. Okay. Um, but everybody else, like almost every other character that's not one of your, like a member of your like team or units has much more like normal looking clothes on re- relatively speaking and um your characters also wear blindfolds all like the two uh, the two uh um uh characters that you play as cuz the characters you play as in this game are not humans they are androids um the premise is very loosely here without getting spoilers it's like 10,000 years in the future and aliens came to invade earth and they invaded Earth by sending a bunch of what the game calls machines to Earth. And these machines look like wind-up clockwork machines. They don't look elegant or graceful or human-like. They are like like bulky robot, like squat little, like short stumpy legs, short stumpy arms, big round heads. Mm-hmm. And they're like... And they, there's bigger versions of them, and but they're all very, very like mechanical looking. They look like they're made out of gears, and they run on gasoline, and they look very like rusted and like kind of older like that. Um, and then, so then the humans all ran away to the moon and created a moon colony. Okay. And they invented a army of androids, and these androids look exactly like humans, basically, but dressed in anime Lolita outfits for some reason and have blindfolds on and these and anim- these androids are, have been fighting for like a thousand years now to retake the earth um uh to uh to kill these machines so that the humans can live on it again because they're they, they serve their human their human overlords um and very quickly the game gets into the idea that like okay so these machines are just like mindless robots they have no like the androids have like feelings and emotions and like can express concept thought complex thoughts mm-hmm. but they're not like supposed to like they're like we're soldiers like it's like a person in an army basically like they clearly have emotions and thoughts but they're also like we're no don't think about that we got to do a job we're busy like you know like they we we got to do things like but the robots are just like mindless robots the machines are mindless robots and then very quickly it's like oh that machine's talking that's where machines don't talk Oh, that machine's saying, like, words and forming sentences. That's where machines don't do that. Oh, that machine's, like, holding a baby machine in its hand, but machines don't have babies. What is going on? And then you, like, and then, like, for a while the thing is, like, yeah, whatever, kill them anyway. It doesn't matter. Like, they're mindless robots, and, like, you got their enemies, so you got to kill them. And obviously, you can see it's not, like, it's it's not hiding where it's going with this. Um, So I'm not going to spoil too much more but i think that you can kind of work out the direction this is not this is not like a late game spoiler either this is a like within the first hour or two of playing the game if you hit the story beats you're gonna you're gonna experience some early signs of that so um 
yeah, it, it, it definitely very quickly gets into the idea of, like, what makes a thing alive or not. And uh, what makes them less alive than you. Why, why do you do the things that you're supposed to do, you know? It, it gets into some very like like I think we mentioned this before the podcast, but some soma esque territory of because so the so the game actually does some really cool stuff gameplay wise too of element getting these story aspects into its gameplay structure. So all of the game has this feature where um, a lot of bonuses and buffs and like uh, extra attack upgrades or critical hits or extra health upgrades are all chipsets that you find and mm-hmm. you have a certain number of memory slots that you can fill. So you have to, like, slot in these physical chips to fit in the amount of memory that you have. And there's actually, like, elements of your HUD are part of that. So you, by default, have your life bar and the mini-map. And you can take those off. If you want to turn those off, you'll give yourself extra memory. Um, so there's physical chips to turn all that stuff off, which is really cool. And there's also a... Um, when you save the game, you're, you can only save in certain areas because you're not saving your video game your your android is physically like creating a backup of her of her memories in her brain um so she's she's actually you know backing herself up so to speak that so that if she dies an extra robot of her can be made and hmm. uploaded with all the things that she had done hmm. and stuff like that and it has a dark souls esque uh, death run style thing too so if you if you do die you don't have any of your items or any of your upgrades that you've applied to your body um, because that's all physically attached into that Android. Mm-hmm. But you obviously come back to life in the last save point that you saved at, and you, you can do a death run. If you get to that body again, you can collect all the items that you lost and um, get all your stuff back because that physically is where they are. So you're, now you've got those items back because of that. So it 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 adds that element in in a pretty – it wraps it in in a pretty cool way already. And, I, again, I haven't even gotten to the – the later, like, you know, multiple endings, all that kind of stuff. Like, there's apparently, like, a bunch of endings to this game. There's, like, three, quote-unquote, re- right? like, main, like, standard endings that you just <laughs> get from beating the game multiple times. But I think there is actually, um, like, if you die in a certain area or if you do a certain thing in a, in a certain boss, I mean, it's stuff like that. There's, like, weird one-off kind of spin-off endings that aren't really as... Um, that aren't as like you know obviously central to the game's plot, but that you can get through different different stuff. So yeah, I'm really liking it. Is the end result of this so far? I can't I'm, wait to try it out. Yes, I am liking it a lot. Sounds very cute. It's very cool. Um, besides that, I just wanted to quickly note that I've played the Overwatch Insurrection. Oh. Multiplayer. Wait, isn't it called thing. Uprising here in the states? Oh yeah, it is. So that that was the um, insurrection was the name of the trailer uh, that we uh, that we saw in. It was a French trailer, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Maybe it's it is insurrection it, in France. No, I think it is it is uprising. Oh, interesting. But I just remember the trailer name uh, because it's still a generic name. Um, it's pretty cool. It's probably one of the better. I have. I actually shamefully did not get the chance to ever play their Halloween, Doctor Junkrat, uh, one. Doctor Junkenstein. Did you guys either? Did you guys play that? I did. Yeah, I played. Fine. That was the last time I played. Um, any kind of Overwatch actually was the whole time during the uh the Halloween event. Yeah. Um, Same. So this one's 
This one's pretty good. It's in it's on King's Row. It's like a daylight a daytime version of King's Row, and you play as you could. There's two modes. You can play as any character or play as the story characters, which are Tracer, Reinhardt, Mercy, and Torbjorn. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got a bunch of robots who have taken over King's Row. So you start in the defenders spawn point and then you got to move and capture three points which takes you all the way to the attackers spawn point and then there's a payload that you have to defend and there's a payload that you have to like move to the point and then there's a series of um uh orisa robots uh i can't remember what they're called like or14s or whatever that you have to you have to blow up four of those before mm-hmm. the match ends so yeah and then there's like bastion robots that appear in between and other stuff like other you know special enemies that appear um, so it's pretty cool. It's a pretty fun little thing. Um, it's pretty hard on the harder difficulties. I played it on normal and it's it's like a walk. And then uh, I played it on hard mode and got wrecked, which is like the next step. There's normal, hard, advanced, and like in extreme or something like Were that. Were you playing with randos or with people? Oh, uh, with randos. I, I played with people that I knew afterwards, but I played with randos on hard. And I was like, oh, wow, that was – we got crushed very easily. So, so yeah. Um, not bad. It's a pretty fun little thing, and uh, I like it. It's kind of a bummer that these th- th- like these big standalone events are only available f- for a short time. Like, this is available for less than a month. It's already going to be in like two weeks. Here, it's going to be gone, and it's like a pretty big like. It's not like a like. It's not like the Lucio Ball thing. The Lucio Ball thing felt like a really gimmicky throwaway thing. This feels like much more of like a yeah. This is a real you know. This is a real like game. Like mode, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be gone. So it's really weird. I'm, that is I'm very kinda, weird. That they, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, with the the Lucio, it was weird. Of all the modes, I remember there initially being talk that the uh, capture the flag, capture the rooster mode was like potentially being talked that's about. Now, as being, well, that's that. No, that is. That's, that's oh, is that a full full time mm-hmm. mode? Which is bizarre. Which is bizarre that that's the one that stuck around. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe this. I mean, no. Well, they said it's like a limited event, so I feel like this one's gonna be gone, gone. It makes me feel like I need to play Overwatch here, uh, just to at least it's see, see it once, even on the easiest difficulty, and then uh, yeah. be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh. That's Overwatch, Insurrection, Resurrection, Revolutions, Uprising. Good times. Yeah. Good name. Which uh, I think that means it's time for the news. <laughs> Which means it's time for not much news because we couldn't find very much news that happened this week. Ricardo. Yeah. No. This first, this first news story, it's close to your heart. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you talk about it while I go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Um, I think uh, we actually talked about uh, maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago, that there were weird reports in some like Scandinavian countries that the NES Classic, Nintendo's, sick. Sixty dollar uh, game console thing, plug and play, whatever you want to say, thing where you can play thirty. Is it thirty? Was it thirty, Ethan? How many games were on the NES Classic? Twenty, twenty, thirty. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
remember, it doesn't matter. What uh, that it was going to be discontinued, which sounded crazy because, despite the fact that the the thing being scarce and never really being available anywhere, uh, it seemed like a lot of that was due to demand and popularity of the of the thing. So why would they discontinue it? Well, it's been confirmed that not only in North America, but the UK, and I want to say Japan as well, uh, the NES Classic has been discontinued. Once the final shipments are out in stores now, which I think they either might be or are later this month, that is all the NES Classics that will ever exist. I've been hearing there's a bit of a mad rush at at retailers too. Yeah. To I the, uh... cannot uh I mean and the thing is is Nintendo being the way they are, they haven't come out and said why they dis- they're discontinuing it. Um a lot of people posit that maybe there's just not that much profit in in uh producing them. Like they don't make much of a profit off of what they're producing, which seems crazy to me, but, um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I guess if you didn't get one at the time that they launched or the few times that they released those kind of, uh, those shipments in small numbers that you're not going to get one because these things are now that it's out there in the ether, these things are going to get snatched up. And resold oh, yeah. for ridiculous amounts of what they're not even I, worth. I wonder if this. I'm pretty sure I read a statement somewhere. I could be wrong because this is not the article we linked, but it was because it was a limited time release that this was going to be, but they never announced it beforehand. So they're like, oh, yeah, it was a limited time thing. Yeah, you they're know. like, it was always planned to be a real time. And it's like, you never made that clear to your consumers. So that makes people even more pissed off and it's like hey you guys should just been open and honest been like hey we're ramping this production down because you know maybe we need these factories to switch i don't know maybe they want to do something that people are are, you know they're actually going to make money off of it because the nes classic you might be right they might be right that's that they don't make money from it because there's no way to buy games to add to it Mm -hmm. you know you're just buying the console there's no uh people love or uh, investors, or I guess you make a lot of money off of um, selling a large thing and then continually selling like uh-huh. software to it. You know, it's, it's kind of like how a car, the minute you drive it off the lot, it it decreases in value because there's you're never you're never going to be. I mean, I guess I suppose that's a different. The, it's slightly different, but I see what you're saying. Slightly like, different. It's, like it's you're like you're purchasing no that, you get... and that's it. Like yeah. I mean, like, that's why they encourage you so much to go to like the dealer and stuff like that to get your stuff changed because it's like oh they're getting a kickback you know the mm-hmm. car manufacturer that's how they're making some money is by charging you for extra stuff you know there's way to get there's ways to get more money off people and that's why you know the subscription model has become such a huge thing at a lot of uh, um, like media consumption and stuff like that like because you want that continuous revenue you know so that's why they're probably my guess is they're probably switching over to the Switch because, like, oh, shoot, people really want this, and we can actually make a lot of money off of it if we support it well, you know? That's, mm-hmm. what, everyone, that's what everyone is guessing their <clears throat> their theory is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes it's sense. Not it, it's not that they hate money. No. It's that they love money, money so much more that they can get, make more of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and there are rumors I, that about the Super Nintendo 
Yeah, that's actually thing. our second uh, news story here story. is that there's talk immediately after that, and I mean, maybe this kind of stuff started coming out because in sort of a weird, like, PR move of to mitigate backlash from people saying, like, that they were ending production of the NES Classic, that there's going to be a Super NES Classic in Is that official? Because I uh, would no. be into that. It's well, a rumor. Right it's a now. rumor. Now, yeah. now wait, why aren't we reporting originated... why aren't we reporting on okay, I, I'm gonna interrupt this segment yes. here to say that when I click on this polygon article, the, the sidebar that pops up is why aren't we reporting on this is the this is the thing I saw on the internet. Was the Kirby it? lingerie. Why aren't we reporting on Kirby lingerie? Oh, Ricardo? Yeah, I saw your that favorite as well. your favorite a pink puffball on, I a was pink, hoping, on a pink booty. I was hoping to keep that secret so <laughs> so you could I give it to your secret future enjoy wife. Enjoy it, enjoy it in secret, and not have to feel ostracized by putting an opinion out there into the internet, and then feel like I had to double back on it when I in your, fact your, owned fu- your future this. your future wife. You'll know her because she'll have she'll have the the Kirby underwear already without you having to without, without said, you having to get it for her. I'll say, hold on, baby. I'm gonna set <laughs> I'm gonna set the mood here. I'm gonna put on some music. Uh, I don't want to know what their clapping is. Um, listen, so the weird thing about this underwear is we're <laughs> completely switching now. No, no, no. I mean, what's so weird about this underwear is like everything else. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's just some branded stuff. You go all the way to the bottom, and there's this thing. <laughs> there's this outfit that yeah, this, this it thing. looks like it's, they're it's like word. hey what if we just made clothing in the shape of Kirby and stuck armholes in that's it like a, that's like, yeah, that's like a nightgown like it's supposed to be like a nightgown I guess yeah, you would I call guess that sort of thing like that where it's like oh an oversized shirt but it's like this is just weird it's just weird there's no armholes like or there's no uh, well, sleeves there's, there's, yeah there's, there's armholes it's like a round circular piece of fabric that we've cut out armholes into and leg holes as well yeah it's, uh, weird. It's weird. Um, also, Kirby's face on the panties is pretty good. It's yeah, just, that, that's very... amazing. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so these weird. are, are these official? They have the copyright Nintendo slash HAL Laboratory so. on them. That's amazing. I mean, I guess they made Pokemon lingerie earlier, too. Did they? If that's what this article nice. is. Nice. Yeah. I, would, would you call oh my these God. lingerie? Like, like, I don't really know the rules I mean, about isn't lingerie what, just laundry. mean, like, fancy underwear or something? Yeah, uh, that, yeah here we go. This is, we should actually, now that I think about it, we should really not get into this Guys, I have to as, use as the restroom. <laughs> yeah, sure, okay. I'll be back. I will the, say this wow, uh, Pokemon this, lingerie. The Pikachu crazy. lingerie, the Pikachu, like, bikini bra uh, uh, panty combo here is, like, it's like it's, what it's, if what if, what if a swarm of Pikachu's were attacking your breasts and genitals? <laughs> that's, <laughs> yep, that's just their that heads. Like and they have no expression. <laughs> just face, just expressionless. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, that's so strange. All right, uh, hmm. the, just the 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 dead-eyed Pikachu attacking your boobs. Uh, Kirby, you know the the greatest sex symbol of all of Nintendo. You know the sexiest. He's just well, he's everything. he's he's round and he's pink. I think Ricardo actually did go to the bathroom, and he now I'm did. very now oh. I'm very worried. Now I'm very worried. Well, Let's move on. 
Let's yeah. move on. I'm saying back to the SNES. I think maybe at some yes, point. Yes, I would buy might, one of those. I would might, buy one of those. Maybe it'll wise up and be like, hey, we'll sell DLC for this or something. Like you can buy some the virtual console move to an actual console, which would be kind of weird, but also why not? It's probably not that hard to emulate SNES games at this point. I don't know. I returned oh. from the uh, bathroom. <laughs> yes, that was that was faster than even I expected. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> and you got material like. All right. Anyway, uh, the Nintendo Switch is Nintendo's fastest selling console to date, but not its shortest. Am I right? That's the that's the NES Classic. Am I right? Uh, am, I right? Hey. am I right? I actually anyway. I, I I feel like I should bring up this story because I think it's it's a uh, it's a that's story. The Virtual Boy. It's the Virtual Boy. Actually, my bad. Oh, oh really? Yeah. No, I know. Actually, I don't know. I, the uh, Virtual Boy might have been a little bit longer than. I have to. I have to bring up the story because. Uh, it's it's kind of so I I kind of wanted a an NES classic I will admit it it's uh, it looked pretty neat and I I uh, you know I, I wanted it and for sixty bucks like the entry like barrier for entry was very very low for this thing so um, but like I had a coworker who really 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 wanted it as well he uh, he would like talk about it all the time like. And how he was going to go to Best Buy and see if they had it. Like, try and get it when they got, like, released and always got shut out. Well, I follow, uh, and you should too, uh, Wario64 on Twitter. And he was following this pretty closely. So one time, uh, a batch of NES Classics dropped for Amazon Prime members. And so, uh, let's, uh, let's say I was on my lunch break at work. I won't say it was during company time. No, uh, definitely. But I was on my lunch break at work, and so I was like, let me see if I can't get one of these things. You know, it's it, it was for Amazon Prime members only, and it was, you know, just the flat 60 bucks. Um, so I got one, and I managed to get in my cart, and I was like... Uh, and actually, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy two. I'm going to buy one for myself and one for uh, my coworker. And then, so I was like, "Hey, yo, uh, coworker's name, I got you. Like, I I think I got an NES classic." And he's like, "Oh, dude, that'd be sick. Like, could you get it for me?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And then I found out, oh, I can only buy one. And so I was like, "Oh crap, I can only buy one." Well, I'm not gonna tell this guy that I can buy it for him. And then. You know, and then, uh, <laughs> and then not, and then not buy it for him. So I was like, I guess now I don't get an NES Classic <laughs> because I used my one opportunity to purchase it for uh, a, a friend and not for oh. myself. So how selfless of you! So let this be a lesson to you, kids. If you have don't the opportunity. Selfless. To get something for you and somebody else, and then it turns out no, only one of you can get it. You take it because you may never have another opportunity to get it ever again. Yeah, that's a message. Well, moving on, the Switch is great. <laughs> Everybody loves it because it sold a lot over uh, a million. But people units. like Zelda more. Yes, people like Zelda on the Switch more than the Switch itself because it's got an attached rate of. Over 100%, which is insane, but also... That kind of makes sense. It's usually kind of makes sense. 
Yeah. It's still funny to me. That was the attach rate officially. It's like 106% or something like yeah. that. I mean, when your only game is really Zelda on yes. the Switch, like, that's the only reason to buy the game. No one's like, oh, shoot. Well, although, when I did go buy my Switch, some guy did just buy 1-2 Switch. But I have to imagine he has, like, Zelda sitting at home or something. I was very confused by that. I was like, are you going to get, like, something good? <laughs> are you wow. saying? Wow! Are you saying the wizard game Wizard is wizard. not, is not uh, good for one two switch? Listen, I I, I still want to play one two switch in a party set. Setting. I think that I might make like, it more fun. Yeah, as opposed to a sadly drinking. My brother, my brother, my brother has a bachelor party coming up, and well, that's not going to be the main event. That'll be a really boring bachelor party if one two switch was the oh, highlight. Guess. That definitely seems like a after a few drinks, let's bring this out and see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Um, <laughs> you sounded like you were discovering something. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on uh, to our. I mean, that's it. That's all. The, that's all the stories, guys. It's, They're all Nintendo stories. It's again. very <laughs> Nintendo centric. I mean, I. I feel like other there wasn't things much news happened. this week. There I was Twitter drama. Direct too, and, it was yeah, a lot of announce. It was a lot of announcements of games. Some reveals. Um, I mean, just in general in the news, not for the Nintendo Direct, but I mean, just in general. It was a lot of, hey, this team is making this now, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to our last segment of the night. It's your favorite. It's my favorite. It's Trailer Trash. Trailer Trash! They go McQueen! They go up! Yeah, get her do. You I'm got a, it. I wonder if you say anything. Like, are you saying words, or are you just kind of like sometimes? Okay. Occasionally, okay. just making sure. That time I said some words. Okay, just making sure. Just curious, guys. I'm trying to figure out which Kirby lingerie is going to be the picture for this week's episode. I mean, you can't lose with the <laughs> with the curry panties in the face. You cannot lose. I see that, that or, I mean, it's between that and the... And the bottom one, the, yeah. Yeah, the the weird... Yeah. The that nightgown one, thing is, like... The night, her expression in the nightgown one is even, like, really... Really adds a lot, I feel she's, like. Yeah, she's, she's, she's trying <laughs> She's kind of, so like, hard. strung out, man. She's just like, oh. Yeah. Uh, That's... Okay. What do you mean? That's her sexy face. I mean, oh. she... That's a cool um, nightcap, though. I don't know why the Kirby looks so sad. And that picture of the, the actual, like... But only one of his eyes is sad. The other yeah, one is like weird. normal. Okay. I think it's like in the process of falling asleep. Who can say? Who can say? Anyway, moving back to the trailer trash that we actually were on, guys. One of Pixel Legends classics is Micro Machines for the N64. Yes. Go the back and one. go back and try to find that video. It's on our it's on our YouTube page. Uh, there is a new Micro Machines game from Codemasters, the original developer. Micro Machines World Series. I am hype for this game. Yeah, I was ready for this, this game, game to cool. look. I was really ready for this game to look like poop, and then yes. or just like be a very lazy kind of redo of the N64 one. Same. But this looks really cool, actually. Yes. Uh, it looks. Like a lot of the N sixty four one, in fact, but but obviously very high like high definition with modern lighting and you know textures and everything. You know, it's not like a remake at all, but it definitely has that same style and um, view. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, like the 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 courses look very similar. There's lots of explo- there's lots of exploding cars, which is very similar. It's uh, yeah. it looks like the Micro Machines game you know and love. Yeah, and it is uh, got a bunch of new modes. It's got like a battle mode. It's got a capture the flag mode. It's got twelve player games. So it seems like it is updating it, bringing it into the modern uh, style in all the ways that you would hope and expect. Yeah, twelve. It to be. Yeah, twelve players de- definitely sounds pretty nuts with that game. Which makes me feel. What makes me wonder how the game maybe has changed a little bit. In terms of like, you know, in, in Micro Machines, it was up to four players, and that window of where you could stay on the screen a lot of times when you're in those races was really tight. So I feel like they would have had to pull that out a little bit more for 12 players, but mm-hmm. hopefully it is still really, really cool. I hope so, because I am interested in more. Another game that made headlines this week, besides Micro Machines, of course, that was the one capturing the attention of everybody in the gaming world. It's Micro Machines World Series. But another little uh, smaller game that you might have heard of is uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Kind of an indie. Yeah. Star Wars Celebration. Indeed. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront 2 is going to have a story mode, which is primarily what was showed off in this trailer. Um. And it's going to span 30 years of Star Wars from, I'm guessing, around the destruction of the Death Star 2 to when Force Awakens starts. It is definitely looks it's going like for. that. You, I mean, that could be interesting. Reading into it a little bit more, I believe you play as, you play as an elite squad of... From the Imperial, yeah, from Stormtroopers. Of Stormtroopers from the Led Imperial side called, I think, the Inferno Squad? And yes, so, and what's her name? She has a, like they've named. The I'm not sure, and she's an well. actual actress, but I don't know. Aiden, Aiden is the first name. There, there was a full somewhere along it was a first name of the whole, or a full name of the whole of the character. But um, either way, Aiden. There's no. Either way, there's no uh, gameplay in this trailer. It is all just cinematic. But it's all in-engine. Don't them, oh, don't it, let anyone tell you it's not in-engine. Yeah. give you a big thing in the beginning that says it's in-engine. Totally. Man, all those, like, Valve shorts were in-engine, too, but... Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, they don't look like anything like the game. Yeah. No. Just because a lot of things can be in-engine, but they're not look as good as the gameplay of the game. But with that said, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 1, or Star Wars... Battlefront one uh, reboot. Battlefront. No, the 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 most recent Star Wars Battlefront did look pretty good from what I from what I it did. Remember. Oh yeah, that was Very beautiful. Iden Iden Versio. Iden Eden Eden Versio Iden Versio. Aiden? It's I like the letter I D E N. I Iden. Iden yeah Iden Versio Automata. Uh, automata. Um... So she is a stormtrooper captain of an uh, of like an elite squad of stormtroopers, and she watches the Death Star get blown up, and she's mad about that. So she's gonna kill all the rebels because she's mad. But they're not rebels anymore because they've they've won. So yeah, now she's now, she, now she's now she's the rebel. Like actually. I I I don't mind playing as the bad guy, but the weird like pathos they're trying to play up 
like make like, you feel, you feel like, bad for her because she because her her her, her giant hor- death machine got her hor- <laughs> for, yeah. yeah built by her horribly <clears throat> racist like ideology you know. <laughs> Of an yeah, empire, I mean, empire, and then yeah. in the, and, and, and in the trailer, she says like, "Hope will not save them." Like as if that's like, yeah, that's the speech you give. Like real people definitely say that. <laughs> right up there with uh, with Bill Pullman from Independence Day <laughs> and uh, Idris Elba from uh, Pacific Rim. You know, and the robot sure. man, Nathan Fillion's character from the Destiny trailer. All good speeches. Yes. Great speeches. 100 percent. Uh, yeah, I think the idea of this game could actually be pretty neat. The first, I mean, yeah, and you know what? I'm actually for what for all the mocking that we just did, I will say this 100 percent that um, this game seems like it's fixing all the things that I didn't really wasn't like that turned me away from buying the last Star Wars Battlefront. Um. I don't think that I, I'm sold. I'm not going to pre-order it right this second. Never pre But I'm just saying that, like, it has space battles, which Star Wars Battlefront 2 had, and the last Battlefront did not. And this one does again. It yeah. has I think... all the It has all the time periods. It has the Clone Wars and the Rebels and the new movies as well. So it's it, already doing a lot more stuff the story than the last mode. one did. It has the a story, story mode. The story mode is interesting, too, because, um, you know, Battlefield 1 is probably, like... Besides Bad Company, it's probably like the first dice story mode that wasn't like complete garbage trash. So wait, Battlefield One had a story mode? Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Did? Oh, yeah, I didn't single even player. Know that. Yeah. Um, it was like there are different vignettes basically that you play. Yeah, from um, different soldiers across the war fronts. Yeah. Which had their own like little mini stories, but it was not bad. Like it wasn't like the best, but it oh, was wait, better Battlefield than... One. Yes. Did I say Battlefront one? Yeah, I said Battlefront. Oh, one. I'm sorry, but no, but I heard no, you did, but I I thought you said Battlefront. Oh, I, was like, no, 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 I no, did no. not have. I did not know. Um, so I'm I'm kind of got some hope that maybe they can pull this off. Maybe they've learned some things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, it'd be interesting. I'm like I'm not expecting the story to be amazing, but um, it's cool that it's just you know adding, you know, just adding more. Well, at least it's from a different perspective too. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but now we got another just perspective on the new 3DS, not the old one. You got to play on the new one. Uh, this game <laughs> called Scoopin' Birds. Scoopin' Birds. Birds. Host, you know, which, but, but to be fair, yes. it sounds like the birds themselves are doing the scooping. Indeed. Like these these birds yeah. are scooping, but yeah. it actually, in, in fact, you are the one scooping the birds. No, the so N the is the like an abbreviation for and, so it's scoop in birds. Because there is a scoop, no, and there is... Or you no, 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 it's not. No, it's definitely not. No, it's definitely not, because the apostrophe would be on both sides of the N, if that were the case. Like, in and out. Maybe it is. But it's only, it's only on one side. You mean so this scooping. well-made game maybe messed up that part, that element of its name? This maybe? well-made game, where the entire gameplay seems to be a Mario Party minigame. In which you take... But it's, like a full, but it's like a full thing. In which you take a scoop, and then you... Pick you up scoop. You pick up birds, birds. and put it and in then, your like, like circle, and put it yeah in your zone. And there and seems it looks to be like kind of like multiple? other players. There's other players. It's like you talk hungry, to your Alice it's like, Scooper. It's like hungry, hungry hippos, where everyone's trying to scoop up the birds at the same yeah. time. Speaking of which, the and Micro Machines trailer had hungry, hungry hippos. In it. it did. You it got did. eaten by one. Yeah. Which better best game of 2017 that has hungry, hungry hippos in it? We know Fact. which one it is. 
not scooping birds because that game looked like it looked like a, I think was it Ricardo? Did you say it looked like an N sixty four game? I said it, looks, it did. Yeah, yeah. the textures, the color, really the muddy, bad. the muddy textures, the muddy textures, like blurry, kind of the, muddy the muted color palette, like all just yeah. looked like something. The, like, it's weird to see that on sharp a new 3DS. Design. You know, if that was on like a regular three DS, I'd be like, eh. But it's weird to see that. Like, but even it, then, it would not look good for. Oh, no, it does not. Uh, it does not. But like, it's even weirder to see it on like the newer hardware. It's yeah. like, Really, you can't play it on like the old three DS. Really, well, they they don't say that specifically. But yeah, this, it's interesting how it says specifically it's for the new three DS, not for the old one. Weird. And then, huh, the trailer ends with uh, lovable Alice Cooper just. Dancing like for no staring like stare like staring from the camera for like a good fifteen and seconds and doing like, the thrower <laughs> dance for no reason. I don't know. I don't know. Like after, yeah, I couldn't like tell the if the game was aware of how bad it was. Bad, it, yeah. That's what I, I was like. By the end of it, I was like, maybe this game is actually really good. Like maybe it's fooled me into thinking that it's like it like it can't be this bad. It must actually be subversively, like really satirically funny or something like yeah. that. It's but I don't think that's because like case. it was very confusing for a game in which you scooped up birds. It seemed like there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, in terms like of there, like, like the character portraits were weird, and there was a lot of different like there's like toothbrushes flying in and other weird items that were not. And you could change just, your scoop, and then there's a weird thing where it just says break time. The, bird, the birds were fatter, and you could like buy upgrades. And there's just like a weird portion of the game where it bomb. says break time, and you're just. Literally don't do anything. You just your character poorly sips coffee, and I guess you were playing as a cow at that point. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. And I, but I do know this: not sold. All right, moving on. Code Vein, which is the which was we actually didn't watch a trailer that said the words Code Vein on it. We watched a trailer that said what it say like upcoming game or something like that like unreleased game what was it I i'm think, looking at right now th- new project new project from bandai namco yes new project a code vein which is um a game that was announced with the hashtag prepare to dine mm-hmm. which uh, which we mentioned invokes bloodborne mm-hmm. and uh dark souls even though it is not at all related to one of those games mm-hmm. it is made by a different developer nope. it is this is made by uh, the developer that developed god eater uh yes so which is you know popular in its own areas uh-huh. so this trailer was all um in animation really cool looking kind of yeah definitely dark v- contrasting colors like it was bl- Black, white, Black and red was like primarily the entire palette, um, and they got a very scribbled, like gothic style. Yeah, it, had, it was like gothic, but then there was also like things that kind of evoked a weird like, like one of the like one of the women in here was wearing a gas mask, so it kind of evokes kind of a almost a weird like steampunk maybe or like post apocalyptic element to it too as well uh whatever it is art based only on the art style which is all there is to go off of right now it looks cool and i mean again if it is a god eater style game god eater i know is very similar to monster hunter which i i like a lot so if it's that kind of game on a larger scale console um i will be uh very very happy to see that Yes. 
but we, I definitely like it. It was a thirty-second trailer, yes, so I really exactly. don't know anything. Like not even that. Like twenty-something yeah, seconds. Yeah, and the vague details that came it. out following was that uh, Code Vein is a hardcore RPG. It's hobby grade. Yes. Mm. It's, <laughs> Only the most hardcore. So I don't know because the name RPG doesn't really evoke anything at this point. Everything is an RPG these days. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Is this Flint Hook? Yes. So it's a roguelike. Uh, Stop making space pirate before. Game? Yeah, you're a space pirate. You're rogue. You're like, uh, you like things. No, um, it is a space pirate game, uh, with very detailed pixel art. Um, very pretty looking game. Um, uh, where you jump around with a hook shot on all these little hooks all over the place, and you can slow down time and shoot enemies. And you got to move through these little mini dungeons and collect loot, collect collect, collect treasure. It's got a rogue legacy style system where you know if you die you're gonna lose all your stuff but you will carry over some form of currency which you can get by permanent upgrades with um and it looks neat it looks neat the primary method i think it's like 10 bucks too which is kind of a good the price. primary method of like movement in here seems to be that your little alien guy has a hook lots of grapple points across the levels you're chaining your hooks together and shooting a lot of baddies and picking up what seems to be loot of some kind so it looks neat i think the art style's cool too kind of that weird pixel art that's not really like supposed to look old it's just really well animated and stuff uh you said this was from did you say these from this was from the same people who made mercenary kings Yes, it is. So it definitely has a different art style, but it is in that kind of vein again of like it's pixel art, but it's not meant to ri- like mimic a an old style. Although I suppose Mercenary Kings was supposed to look very Metal Slug ish. Yes, it was. But Metal Slug is probably one of the more well animated like two D pixel art games as well. So yeah, for sure. Uh, this game definitely looks very cool. I think it looks cool. Ethan, you seem to occasionally go, eh, watching this trailer, so I don't know. I mean, now that, I think it's because I didn't know it was a roguelike at first. Uh, every time I see, like, randomly generated levels, I'm like, eh. But since I feel like that works in roguelike settings a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. But everything else is fine. Um. Well, moving on to everything else was fine. The signal from Tolva. Which is Tolva. from the creators of uh, Sir, You Are Being Hunted. Which that was and, like one of the earlier survival games, wasn't it, I think? Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say earlier, but definitely not, like, definitely not in this latest wave of, like, Rust and, uh, you know, and those those games that are, like, more recently. Like, it was, like, around the time DayZ first came out, I want to say. So... I guess if that's early, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't keep enough track of survival games. I'm afraid. Um, the signal from Tova is a, uh, what kind of game is it, guys? I'm gonna be frank. This shooter. It didn't look that interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's a, a survival. It's a survival shooter in which the world. kind of the hooking mechanic seems to be that you can 
recruit loot. You can recruit like AI allies. allies by just zapping them, and then you can kind of like give you're you're a robot light, in space. And, you can kind of give sort of light tactics robots. and light orders to them. It seems you'll customize your character. There was this menu system that showed a ton of guns that your character was carrying. And I said at one point that the shooting looked very Borderlands-ish in that it didn't look all that impactful. So maybe that plus the the menu system that showed all the guns means there is some kind of Borderlands, uh, at least gameplay inspiration sure. going on here. But Possibly, yeah. But I don't know. It's really hard to... To tell. If you can tell, telling what a game yeah. is just from its trailer is actually pretty hard. It's it's almost like as if the trailer was bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wouldn't call the game bad, but the trailer definitely didn't sell me on it. Yeah, any, you said at some point, well. you're like, this game, they're showing not flattering bits about this game. It's not even like, it wasn't even like, yeah, it wasn't even like they were like bad clips. It's just like, here's a clip of some shooting. Like, here's a clip of some person walking a little bit. Like, it's not, like, just not interesting. Um, so. But maybe that is the game, Matt, and therefore the game is interesting. Mm, you right. You right. You right. Check and mate. Well, well, that's the last one, so we have to decide now who wins this week's trailer trash. Mm-hmm. And I know which one wins for me. What is it? Yeah. Scooping birds. No. <laughs> oh, that was a hell of a trailer. It's micro machines. Come on. Micro machines. Come on, it's micro machines. Come on. I'm gonna also say micro machines because I think that's that's an easy one. It's the game for me. This, for me, the game like the game like could just show like less of it, and I'd be like, yeah, that game looks great. But like scooping birds. That game looks like trash, but I'm so interested. <laughs> really? No. That the trailer did not sell me at all in that game. I'm just interested to see what that game actually plays like. I want to know what kind of what it is because what all the right. hell. Well, you got to buy I'm it now and review gonna... it for us and talk about I... it next week on the podcast. Oh, man. I'm going to send in a request code. We really want to play it's your two... new game, Scooping Birds. Uh, that's 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 fair to you. You can choose whichever one you like, and me and Ricardo will choose Micro Machines. So Micro Machines has that's one. Fine. Um, that's fine. Uh, which uh, which is good because I am excited for Micro Machines. More Micro Machines. More Micro Machines. I want the guy talking fast in the commercials. Dave dropped the ball by not getting that guy. Is that guy dead? Maybe that's why. I, well, uh, probably why he probably died last year because everybody, everybody, everybody did. died last year. Uh, including us. We're dead now. This is a ghost podcast. Ghost podcast. Ghosts can't eat. But they can drink beer. Mm. And they can also go to pixelwegends.com, which is a website which you should go to. If No matter if you're a ghost or if you're alive, uh, you should go to pixelwegends.com. Check us out. We would appreciate it if you uh, would like and subscribe and do all the things that you do on the social medias. Um, if you liked this podcast, we'd appreciate a review. That would be really nice of you. Um, if you didn't like this podcast, then back off. Don't review it. Don't be a jerk. Uh, if you want to check out more of our stuff, we have a um, Twitter, which is updated semi-infrequently. 
uh, at Pixel underscore Legends. You can also check out our YouTube page where we post videos like Ethan's Salty Bloodborne video, which hopefully will be going up it sometime will. soon. Did I miss anything? Is there anything else I forgot, guys? That's I... about it, man. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Ethan, you're supposed to be contrarian and say, no, that's not it. Uh, you missed something. No, you, you missed, missed uh, uh, promoting yes. the other half podcast. Go the other no. half podcast. No, <laughs> F you, you other side. You jerk. We just We're said done. Fast and Furious. He's got Fast and Furious. Got him. All the Fast and Furious. Oh, here go. Garu